0: like to welcome everybody back for episode 8 of the podcast of us on today's episode we have a guest host we have horace he is from russia and also a major fan of the series Uh, if you'd like to find horace on social media you can find him on instagram and reddit at the username horace mtb that's h-o-r-a-c-e m-t-b And today we are going to be talking about the chapter Bill's Town. We'll be discussing the new things that we have both found in the series. um, Talking about our favorite parts about it. uh, Least favorite parts. And then after that we'll briefly be talking about PSX and a few fan theories as well. As a few of our personal theories. I'll give you a quick overview of what happened in this chapter for those of you that don't remember. Uh, you start off in a bit of a woodsy area and you make your way over to a building and then end up crossing over on a plank into Bill's town. Uh, we run pretty much right away. The town's name is Lincoln. It states it big letters right up on the water tower for you, as well as quite a few other places. Um, you make your way through town. You finally end up coming across Bill and he helps you to retrieve, well, the plan is to help you retrieve a battery uh, so he can get you a vehicle started and get out of town and Make your way to find the fireflies. Um, and that's kind of eventually where it ends up. You end up in a vehicle with Ellie leaving town. What are a few of the things that you found in this playthrough that you hadn't noticed before?
1: Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, not just some special details, I guess, but I just uh, was getting. Um, more refined feel uh, feel of it. I mean, I noticed uh, there were lots of references to dead people, including Tess, including Riley and Frank, Bill's partner. And uh, I just uh, enjoyed some of my favorite moments.
0: Oh, uh, definitely, uh, yeah.
1: And it kind of all all came together very nicely.
0: Uh, um so yeah, I'm just going to kind of talk about the few things that I noticed, which I've already told you about. Um, there are multiple police cars and evacuations notices saying that they are in Amherst County. Um, Lincoln, Massachusetts is not in Amherst County. And there is no Amherst County in Massachusetts. There's an Amherst City, but that's nearly, that's about 90 miles away from Lincoln. And so I don't know if this was a mess up on Naughty Dog's part, or maybe it's something I'm missing. Um, Lincoln is actually in, like I said, a whole different county. It's in, I what it was here? It's in Middlesex County, and the nearest Amherst County is actually in Virginia, which is obviously quite a ways away from Massachusetts.
1: Um. Yep, Uh, and uh, well, I just like to say, um, I think it's relevant here that it does not necessarily uh, show us uh, the real locations. Like, uh, I mean, uh, uh, this might have been imagination working for Naughty Dog uh, because later, later in the game, when you find yourself in Lake Resort, it the real location is far to the north, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, from from the University of Eastern Colorado, I mean, and, uh, well, but, in fact, it's more or less the same location in the game, so they do not necessarily correlate.
0: So, yeah, like, they don't need to be spending tons of their game explaining travel time, so I mean, it's not a huge deal or anything. I just thought it was something weird, and, I mean, it's not like they state it in the story, it's just a couple of different skins that they put on by different things. And like you said, like they've tried to they have to compile like areas, so it's not like they can just have the entire game span a 90-mile radius. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is also the first time, with the exception, if you do play Left Behind before the game, um, that Ellie mentions Riley. And you get to kind of see the turning arcade game, which, as most of us know, was the name of Neil's original game that he was developing hmm and like I told you, I would personally love it if in part two they actually made a small playable version of that of like the actual fighting game. I know the turning the real game was quite a bit different than the fighting game, but um yeah, and Ellie doesn't really mention dope. yeah uh Ellie doesn't really mention Riley by name she just kind of said that her friend had showed her the game before um which I think is really cool since obviously this came out a decent chunk before uh left behind, even though we had the comics and everything, but you can tell they were thinking about Riley throughout this game as well. Definitely. Uh by the way a... oh, uh, by
1: the way, just 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 occurred to me. Uh, speaking of the police cars, uh you asked me if I noticed any details and then you mentioned the police cars in Billstown. And well, that's what I find really interesting. Uh there have been some people on Reddit uh who've mentioned that uh as for the events uh, taking part in in the new trailer, we'll get we'll get back uh, we'll get back to it later. But still, uh, so uh, people were speculating on on the time when the events uh, take place in the new trailer, and uh, they say it can be more than a few years into the outbreak um, because uh, you can see a police car sitting there. And it's the paint on its side uh, looks pretty fresh, so it uh, cannot have been more than a, a few years. Agreed.
0: Oh. Yep, sorry. Go yep. ahead.
1: <laughs> so the curious, the curious thing is, uh, you find lots of police cars in Billstown, and the paint on their sides looks more or less fresh. I mean, not brand new fresh, but uh, still quite intact. You know.
0: Yeah, they look they look so, a little dirty, but they don't really look any worse. Where it's not shipping really, or anything like that.
1: Yeah, they look uh, pretty fresh to me. So that's probably where that argument doesn't hold much water.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I, don't wrong. I like to believe that this is early on, but at the same time, there's really no evidence so far pointing that, or no evidence that you can really hold up saying that it is for sure before the first yeah, game.
1: I agree. Yes.
0: Like I said, so, I like to I like to prescribe the theory that it is, because I like to I personally like the idea of having a little bit more of a story before like the actual game took place, which I'm sure they will because Naughty Dog seems to kinda of like to explain things. But I'm not gonna hold on to that. So,
1: yeah. What I what I mean to say is that is that we shouldn't bury it in too much into oh, what we saw in the trailer.
0: I I'm hoping by maybe E3 we'll have some sort of idea whether they're doing like a split timeline again. Um, maybe we'd like some some of the gameplay will give us an idea like or they'll give us another trailer with a little more detail in it that you'll actually kind of be able to yeah, but dig into. Although,
1: although I don't want to see much of it. I mean, I just kind of want to uh, plunge into the game and yeah, Sort of for myself without knowing much.
0: Yeah, I'd rather so. not have a bunch of it spoiled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, like, on top of that, another thing, and this doesn't really necessarily completely mean anything because they could be jumping back and forth in time in Seattle, but most of the other art they've released for Seattle clearly looks like it's been more than, like, five years. It looks kind of more like it's been, like, 20-plus years, you know, because everything's all overgrown and it's a lot more torn up. But then that those cars and that look a lot more worn down than the one in the trailer did as well. So,
1: yeah. By the way, as for, as for spoiling the gameplay, I remember them revealing the Lost Legacy uh, right before it came out, and well, personally, uh, I think they spoiled everything. They just they showed us so much. It was like eight or ten minutes of gameplay, and the game wasn't wasn't that big.
0: Yeah, wasn't, that's kind of that's that kind on. of messed up to do that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yep. They showed us a lot, and I, I won't, I won't want that to be the case with uh, the Last of Us Part Two. Agreed. Even though
0: I, I'm sure you obviously know too. The Last of Us is obviously going to be quite a bit bigger of a game than the Last Legacy was. Even though they did make the Last Legacy more into a full game as opposed to just a DLC, which is awesome. Yep,
1: yep. But still. So okay, back to builds down.
0: Oh no worries. Um. So another thing that I noticed, um, one of the stores is called, uh, the Magpie and Pillory. Um, a pillory is another word for like medieval style stocks. So, uh, it's an antique store, so it kind of makes sense, but I just thought it was a kind of unique name, which is, like I said, pretty nice. Um, there's a lot more references in the music store here to music that's been mentioned in the game before. There's a lot more bash stuff, um, and then a few other reused, uh, records. Um, on Bill's town map it's not a huge deal and like it could be just the name of the map company but like in the compass it says the name Redford Um, so I don't know if maybe that's like I said I don't know if that's the name of the company or if they were somebody messed up and put that as the name of the town on the map before they had any decisions on anything but that's just another unique name I had noticed for the area in Bill's bar that you literally go to as well, there's a poster for the Lincoln Eagles, which later on you find out is the high school football team. Um, but that's noticed. That was the only place I really saw one of those posters, with the exception of the high school. And you don't go through a lot of stuff, but you think there'd be posted other places in town as well, since they kind of seem to be a fresh thing. Yeah. At the time of the outbreak.
1: Yeah, I've got a question for you. How many times do you have to play the game to start noticing things like that?
0: Um. I I played it twenty plus times. Um, 20 I honestly lost count. I, I no joke. I played through it at least every other month, and like I've been playing it since it came out. So it's just, I I think it's a testament to like how great the story is. And I know a lot of the people like on the Last of Us subreddit have played through it tons and tons of times. Um, that's
1: what that's what I love about the Last of Us is just on each new playthrough. You just keep noticing things you've missed.
0: Agreed. I spent probably a good four hours searching just the chapter for Bill's Town, like just for random things. Um, and I'm sure there's still probably plenty of stuff I did miss because I was mostly looking at like physical things and skins on stuff. And I'm sure there's still probably stuff in dialogue people haven't noticed as well. But.
1: <clears throat> uh, by the way, I, I just remembered. Um, w- when you get to the first safe house, uh, there's an optional conversation that Joel could have with Ellie. Uh, uh, when when they come to one of the tables and there's a chessboard on it, uh, so Ellie asks Joel if he knows how to play chess, and because, like like sh- like she said. She has always wanted to learn how to play, and uh, Joel says he knows a thing or two about it. And it just, I found it uh, funny because it looks like there's just one more thing Joel's gonna have to learn early how to do.
0: Oh yeah, and, definitely. I mean, um, I um,
1: mean, besides playing the guitar and swimming.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping by part two she has learned how to swim. Since it <laughs> looks like she's gonna be the yeah. she's gonna be the major character we're playing as, yes. and yes. obviously the Thank water didn't worries. play a huge it wasn't a huge deal in part one. Like they could have obviously done the same sort of stuff and avoided using water at all. Like they didn't want her to be able to swim. But I like the idea that they're still gonna kind of have those sort of puzzles or whatever you want to call them to uh, traverse in part two. Or, I mean, maybe they'll kind of use that as a thing to make it a little more difficult. that you got to figure out how to get around the water as Ellie, since she can't swim. But, yeah, but I would hope by yeah. then she may have learned.
1: <laughs> yeah, now that she's grown up and uh, five years have, uh, have passed, uh, I think, yeah, uh, she's had enough time to learn how to swim.
0: Oh, definitely. <laughs> At least a doggy paddle, you know. Um, Also, in that conversation, um, that's when Bill tells him not to touch anything, and he calls her Bobby Fisher. Um, If people didn't know, Bobby Fisher was a chess grandmaster, so I'm sure Ellie didn't really get that joke. Um, Let's see here. There's also, in this whole chapter, there's a bunch of random products, like wanderers stuff and stuff like that, that for some reason, the logos are mirrored. This happened like a few times throughout the game. I said before, like some of the books will be mirrored and other random things. Um, and then I know one thing that you and I both noticed was the clocks um, all being stopped at seven twenty. Yeah. Like I said I cool. didn't. I don't think I saw any other clocks that weren't at seven twenty. Did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, I
1: just <laughs> I, I find it curious, really. Just yeah,
0: and like I said, like all the other chapters, that's something I looked for as well. But they all had probably around two or three different types of clocks that were different so maybe at this point they're like oh nobody's gonna be looking at that anymore um.
1: so uh, what's your what's your overall impression of bill's town as a chapter
0: i really enjoyed it um it was different than a lot of the other chapters obviously we get to meet a bloater finally Um, Mm -hmm. and honestly, that part was super difficult the very first time I played through it. And even now on hard and stuff like that, now that I know you just kind of got to save like two Molotov cocktails and then it's not that bad. Yep. Um, which I mean, obviously they don't want to throw you right into and put you against like three blurs at once, which would be kind (laughs) of (laughs) miserable, especially if you uh, were stuck in that room later on in the game, like when there's multiple blurs, at least you can kind of run past them. But, um, I really enjoyed it um my i i that do way. think my yeah. oh, go ahead
1: yeah. uh, speaking of the bloater uh have you played the game uh on any difficulty besides normal or hard i mean yeah like, so i
0: i i have grounded. i've beaten on grounded probably twice i I think my favorite is just to play through it on hard. Just because uh-huh. you still do kind of get some materials. Um, and I think it makes it a little more enjoyable. I, th- I think it's too much stress for me to keep playing through Ungrounded multiple times.
1: Okay. Uh, so I'm just thinking uh, maybe you could give us some tips on uh, how to beat the Bloater on higher difficulties. Like Survival Grounded. What do we have to do to beat him?
0: Uh, when I play through Ungrounded, I kind of just hide and let Bill do tons of shooting and it just takes forever. Uh-huh <laughs> there's not there's not a ton you can do I mean if you do ha- still have saved your matov from earlier like the one you get in the subway initially uh-huh. and then if you do have anything else saved up as well then fantastic but if you don't it's kind of just like a really long game of hiding behind boxes and running away from like the bloaters little bombs he throws at you
1: uh-huh so if you let bill uh, shoot at him long enough uh, will he be able to kill it? Right. Yeah, eventually, like
0: I said, it takes quite a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because with the, like the people like Bill and Tess, and then Ellie later in the game when she finally gets a gun, not all their shots land. As a matter of fact, like I'd say, majority of them don't seem to land, especially if the target's moving. So you're kind of luring them, and hopefully, like more direct shot for like Bill, and then hoping that they'll hit him more often. But it takes quite a long time.
1: So, you just keep running from cover to cover and let, much, Bill, yeah. let Bill do the dirty work.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's pretty miserable. <laughs> have you beaten it on Grounded yet?
1: No, I you kidding me? <laughs> it's,
0: well, it's pretty okay. stressful.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I know a lot of people, well, no, not a lot of all people have said it. Yeah, it, it's definitely I worth just, doing,
0: though.
1: Yeah, I understand. Well, I will do it. I'm just saving up saving this up later when <laughs> when I get fed up with playing the game on normal or hard. Well, and uh, he said I, I would up. I would definitely
0: work on saving those molotovs because yeah. especially for that part and then save all your ammo for like the winter, like when you're Ellie and you have to fight the bloater with David.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because. The later on, the bloaters, you can kind of just run past them, like the ones in the tunnel and stuff like that. Those two, obviously, you're stuck in the room with them, and if you want, if you're going to rely on David or Bill to kill them, it's going to take you quite a long time.
1: Okay, I get it.
0: And then, obviously, most of the other sections of the game, you can get through with just like doing stealth kills. So, I mean, and then even the bloater, like in the uh, basement section of the game, like where you have to get the key card and then go to that door, you can run past that one. Yeah, sandwich. that's what I always do. Right? Yeah, I always just grab the card and just sprint right for the door.
1: <laughs> it just yeah, it just does, it doesn't make sense uh, to fight him.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you're playing maybe on like easier normal and you had tons of ammo, tons of stuff to make Molotov cocktails, it wouldn't be a big deal. But yeah, yeah, it's and, definitely worth sticking around for him.
1: And yeah, by the way, I always do a practice run uh, just <laughs> just before. I I encounter the bloater. In oh, the, the hotel one basement. the one
0: in the basement. Yeah, just to kind of see yeah. where he's gonna be hanging out at yep. at that time.
1: Yep. I just do a practice <laughs> a practice run to the door, then uh, uh, come back, turn on the g- generator, and uh, when the infected appear, I just make, make my way to, to the door.
0: Because he yeah he doesn't appear until you fire up the generator, right?
1: Yep. Exactly. Uh, that so, is I sp- speaking of Bill's Town, uh, what is your favorite moment?
0: Um, I'm sure a lot of people have it, but I think, and it's pretty, it's not really significant to the story, but it is like when Ellie starts talking about Riley, especially after playing uh, Left Behind and reading the comics American Dreams and actually getting to know Riley. It's just kind of a sad moment. As long as, like, well, all the other sad moments, you kind of, people keep pestering Joel about Tess. Well, I guess Bill's... Pestering Joel about Tess keeps mentioning her, and Joel's kind of having to take that and not mention that she's dead, even though he could. But he obviously doesn't want Frank to think he or not Frank. He doesn't want Bill to think he's being vulnerable or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the case.
0: Um, what about you?
1: Well, I've I've got several favorite moments. Um, the first one being the very beginning, uh, of this chapter. Uh, when when I get out of the grizzly subway and uh, you, you kind of get to enjoy the view, uh, walking through the, through the woods, and I definitely agree with Ellie when uh, she says that's uh, looking amazing.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of hard to... the whole game you're seeing the world is still like this really terrible place, and then you get to see like this little beautiful section, like you don't have to deal with enemies. You just kind of experience that like the world's kind of returning to how it used to be.
1: Yeah, and I also like uh, how different moments alternate throughout the game. I mean, uh, there are moments uh, packed full of action, and there are more serene moments when you just uh, get to enjoy the view, uh, talk to Ellie, just look around.
0: Yeah, especially that uh, I I do really like the view on that part, like when you get on top of that roof before you cross the board actually into the town, and you kind of just get to look over the town. And it's got like the yeah. sun coming down behind it and everything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I think Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. And I uh, I've got a couple more uh, favorite moments. It's uh it's probably when uh Ellie first meets Bill. When
0: yeah. Oh, when uh when Joel's strung up or not strung up, so I guess he just finished getting strung up and he's fighting him and then uh that part, or like when they actually meet, like in the bar,
1: like like when Bill comes to the rescue, and uh, you have uh, a moment of peace, <laughs> and then uh, L and Bill get acquainted, uh, and they don't exactly bond with each other, and uh, they start uh, these, they start exchanging insults, and yeah, that's uh, pretty funny. That makes them look both like kids. And uh, jo- Joel seems to be the only grown up here.
0: That's definitely the way to describe Bill. Is he's definitely a kid. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm sure he's had a tough life and everything, but you know, <laughs> you think at this point he'd be a little more mature. And I'm sure he's just being kind of protective of himself. And obviously, he's pretty protective of himself in his town. So, <laughs> but, yeah, it's kind of a little ridiculous that he's trying to handcuff a little kid. And then you're just screaming insults back and forth, like you were saying.
1: <laughs> yep, and they just keep fighting all the time, and I just love seeing them do it. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, so funny uh, because The Last of Us has these uh, light-hearted moments, and it's just beautiful.
0: Oh, definitely, and I just love that character development um, yeah. rather than just average normal people, I guess, and. It's just super nice that they went ahead and actually have these completely different people.
1: I just love when Bill yells at Ellie and uh, tells her not to mess around with his fins, and Ellie says, like, I'm just fixing your stupid pile. But, (laughs) yeah, we know she's probably stolen something already yeah and then you can
0: at that point you can kind of walk over and look at that pile and you can see the magazine she steals later yeah that's it yeah and i just i just like the little details like that and like i talked about one of the other episodes like in the museum like when she knocks that vase over oh she's like that it's just like the little things they have her doing in the background i don't know i think they're pretty funny yeah exactly um, so I'm going to kind of just talk really quick go over like the last couple of things that I did notice in there, and then we'll talk about PSX and then a few fan theories as well. Um, okay. one of the, the house that has like a swimming pool in the backyard that has like four clickers in it, uh, has a few banners from the University of Eastern Colorado, the Bighorns, which you go to later. Uh, that's the only college banners i really noticed in any of the houses, which I thought was cool since obviously you go there later in the game. Uh. One of the houses after that you enter, um, it's the house you go into. Excuse me, The one of the banners is the one before the house of the pool. This is the house with the pool that you find. Um, you go into the room and then Ellie comes in and says she's sorry about Tess and all that. Uh, above the parents' bedroom, um, above their bed, there's a painting of a nude woman. Um, which I don't think I ever noticed before. Uh, there's... Once you get to the school, actually, there's four different uh, places all the buses were heading. Uh, They're going to the Boston QZ, which is the primary one they're going to. Um, They're going to Hartford, uh, a town called Woods Hole, and then Springfield. Um, Lincoln High School was apparently the basketball state champions in 1995, 1996, and 2008. Once we do meet Frank, uh, we learn that he has a couple of bites. Bill points them out. You don't really get to see them on his body, but if you look at his body, you can see one was on his leg. I wasn't able to really see the other ones though. Um, and also, he clearly had been dead for a few weeks at least because his nose had fallen off at this point. And I think that's like the second or third stage of like body decay is like the loose skin or whatever, the loose muscle and everything falling off. Um, and then the last thing I really had was, which a lot of people have pointed out before, that the truck that Ellie is in is an automatic. It has a, a shifter on the steering column as opposed to a stick shift, at which point uh, would mean that she really wouldn't be able to pop the clutch because it wouldn't have a clutch. Um, and I kind of thought it was a weird sort of mess up concern, like, they actually show her use the steering. Uh, column shifter, as opposed to using a stick shift. Um, there's that part, like when she obviously like slams it into drive or whatever, and then or when Joel does, and yeah. But anyway, that's really the only things I noticed that I hadn't seen really before, with the exception of the steering column, uh, the pole shifting thing. But well, is there anything yeah. else you noticed that you didn't really notice before?
1: No, not not exactly. I just I must say that. I'm blown away by your attention to details. For all I know, you could work at Naughty Dog.
0: I mean, if they're offering jobs, I'm not going to decline it, you know? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the only reason I really noticed it, like I said, I spent probably four hours playing through this chapter and, like, just kind of, like, slowly walking and staring at everything.
1: Yeah. Okay. I see it takes a lot of replays uh, to start noticing things like you did. So it's it's awesome. And, uh
0: I said, was there anything else you really noticed?
1: Well, I just wanted to ask something. Um, what is your least favorite part, if there is one?
0: Uh, for this chapter? Yep. Um, Honestly, I, it wouldn't be my least favorite because it's bad. It would be my least favorite because it gives me so much anxiety is having to try to shoot all of the infected while Elle is trying to cut Joel down. Um, and you're just kind of, it's super hard to aim at that point. And like I said, it just gives it gives me anxiety like out of more than any other part in the section. And that's probably why it's my least favorite. There's no parts I really disliked. And I mean, I love that Naughty Dog can kind of put you through that range of emotion. There's not really many games I can kind of just make you happy and sad and anxious and so on, you know, and scared or whatever. Um, what about you?
1: Well, I have my own least favorite part, but it's not because I don't like it either, and just uh, because I'm having the most trouble with it. It's when you enter the school, and there are several groups of on, on infected, and somehow I've never been able to stealth kill them all. I just, I just feel so panicked after the chase <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when they're on into them, just I'm just I'll surely screw up something. I feel at like some, that's kinda of what not
0: Na- yeah, I feel like that's what Naughty Dog is going for though, is like they wanted to get you like so pumped up from that chase that you're just gonna kinda yep. rush through yep. and make mistakes, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Personally I like, I go through and I use the both of there. Obviously, if I'm playing like on hard or grounded and stuff like that, I'm I'm a little more careful with the ammo that I use. But if you're playing on normal and stuff like that I would just use the bow, and you can kind of just kill the clickers with the bow, and then just stealth kill all the runners. Because, like, yeah. obviously most of them are moving, or they have good spots to sneak up with them, and the clickers are a little harder to stealth kill, especially if they're moving. Yeah. Um, by, the,
1: by the way, this, uh, ch- uh, we forgot to mention that uh, this chapter is really special because uh, you find tons of new weapons in it. Uh, That's true. So You get
0: the shotgun, the nail bomb.
1: Uh, the bow
0: that's right that, yeah
1: that's that's the one weapon I keep forgetting about all the time whenever i'm whenever I'm playing,
0: yeah, and it's honestly it's one of the most versatile because obviously they can't hear the shots um unless you like shoot behind them and hit the wall or something with it yep um so it's honestly the best best stealth kill weapon uh that's limited by ammo so I mean, Everybody loves and, to use the brick.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the most disappointing and heartbreaking sound uh, when your arrow hits a wall. Yeah, instead, yeah. And instead you're of just the like, target.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're just like keeping your fingers crossed, hoping that for some reason it survived. You though it pretty much never does. Yep. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's miserable. And, like there's there's times like I've been like frustrated and played through and like use like all my arrows like in that section because I keep missing shots for some reason. And then I'm just like, no, i just got to restart this. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you don't want to go through and waste like ten arrows on one little section. (laughs) Yeah. I understand you. Um, So,
1: there's just probably one more thing uh, that that's worth mentioning uh, for those who are trying to get uh, all the collectibles uh, in the game. uh, The lot the last artifact you find in this chapter is uh Frank's note to Bill and uh you have the option of uh g- giving it to Bill and uh then you pick it up as a crumpled note. Uh so and as far as I know it uh counts as another artifact.
0: Yeah, uh now uh, I I've, I've always done it, where yeah, I gave it to him and then picked it back up. And I'm wondering if you do a single playthrough in which you give it to him and then don't pick it up, and then you go back on your new game plus and you just don't give it to him, will that count for both, like, all the optional conversations and, like, all the artifacts that you need to pick up, or do you actually have to pick that up a second time for it to count?
1: Huh. By the way, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: I might, I might, have, to, I might have to try that to figure out, unless... Somebody else can let us know, but I've never really paid attention to that because I I wasn't sure. I got to go through and look through and see if it counts it twice or not. So that's like replay through that that part of the game and like just see like how many times it counts. Like when you first pick it up and like your number goes up, whatever, and then pick it up again if it goes up another time or not.
1: Yeah, I think I I might give it a try.
0: Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about in that section?
1: Just. Well, there's just one more moment uh that uh, that uh, I find it that I find really powerful is <coughs> when all of them enter the safe house, I think I don't remember exactly but uh maybe uh so and when Bill can see right through joel and he tells him uh, the story um you know uh. Well, let let me tell the story. Uh, I once once had somebody I cared about, uh, and, uh, well, uh, this person is gone, and the only way you can survive in this world is uh, to be on your own. And then Joel says, Bill, it's not like that. And Bill replies, bullshit, it's just like that. Uh, So uh, if you're going to babysit, it will blow into your face.
0: Uh, Yeah, generally. The, uh, and I mean, I think that's one of the points that most people kind of figured out that Frank was probably a little more than a friend or a business partner or any sort of thing like that to Bill. Um, because he obviously, if you dig into it, you can tell that he cared a lot more for Frank than he was kept really leading on. And I mean, obviously, we know now that they were in more of a romantic relationship.
1: Yeah. But, uh, Again, as I say, that wasn't obvious to me during my first playthrough, during yeah, my first couple of playthroughs.
0: Like we were talking about earlier, too, um, I, I do love that Naughty Dog doesn't like blatantly come out and be like, oh yeah, these characters are gay, or whatever, um, and that's kind of something you kind of have to figure out. And obviously with Ellie, Neil did come out and say that she, uh, her and Riley, or yeah, I guess Ellie at least was gay. Um, whether or not Riley was or not, I don't think he really said which it doesn't really matter, obviously. Um, but then, yeah, I, I like that they didn't just include, like, at the one time just to kind of be edgy, and, like, they actually were using it as more of a developmental thing for the characters.
1: Yes. Uh, I, just, I just I just love Naughty Dog being so subtle about it. Uh, agreed. It's, uh, yeah, but it's not that I have anything personal. It's just... Uh, it feels like they don't force it on the player. They don't force their views on the player, and that's uh, kind of awesome.
0: Yeah, and it's also nice as they're not trying to make all their characters out of, like, a cookie cutter, you know? They're not all the same. They're not all just what you would expect.
1: Yeah, all the characters just seem so realistic. Agreed. Yeah, uh, they, they just, all of them fit in perfectly.
0: Yeah, they're all they're all more complicated than what you would expect. Uh, okay, um...
1: So that pretty, pretty much wraps up the build town.
0: It does. Um, so I guess we'll kind of talk about PSX briefly. Yeah. So we know that Yara and Lev are part of the cult now. Um, or at least had some sort of involvement with the cult, I guess. They didn't really blatantly say that they were cult members. Um, do you personally believe that the... Colt and everything like that, and all this section takes place before the first game.
1: Oh, that's a challenging question uh, because, well, we have we have arguments to support both theories, uh, but well, right now uh, I'm just I'm thinking uh, it's uh, happening more like. Uh, after the events in the first game, um, because so okay, what makes me b- believe it's like that? Uh, just because, well, the location you see in the trailer is like really overgrown. You can see trees uh, growing through the road, through the road, and I just feel like uh, it would take a lot of time for the trees to grow this big. And well, at as for the cult itself, uh, I reckon they uh, couldn't have formed when the outbreak first started or a few years after the outbreak. Uh, I'm, I feel like it's dark times we are seeing and, uh, well, that's when things have started to kind of degrade.
0: Yeah, I, I agree definitely. Um, I don't think that Yara and Lev would be characters that would just be from a flashback or flashback section either. They seem like they'd be two intricate of characters is the way they've been talking about them as well, that I think they're probably gonna be pretty well involved in the main story. Yep. Um, which not to say that Naughty Dog for some reason just wouldn't age them. Um so I'm not gonna necessarily rule out that for some reason this part doesn't take place in place in the past. But I do agree there's a lot more evidence pointing towards at least physically Pointing towards it being after the first game, if not like alongside maybe the events of the first game or something like that, but it it definitely wasn't within like three to five years of the outbreak. Uh, Most of those trees would not have the ability to grow that fast. And so it just doesn't really add up. Um, And obviously, this is just a trailer, so it doesn't necessarily mean that things in the trailer won't be changed to the cutscene that takes place in the game, Uh, with the game only being 50 to 60% done and all so there could be quite a few changes there yep
1: so and uh, I just feel like that would make all the characters fit in better I mean if it's just a flashback I'm not sure all players would be interested in uh, playing these characters and that would break the the flow somehow I mean if Yara and Lev and Emily and the mystery woman uh, are all belong to the flashback. I mean, that would take quite a lot of time to familiarize ourselves with these characters to present them to us, and uh, that would just take something away from from the main events of the game.
0: Definitely agreed. Um, I just, I, I think that yeah, it would take away too much, and I think it would split too much from like obviously Ellie and Joel, and I, they know like the fans obviously want to see. Ellie being the main protagonist, and if they had to spend that much time developing those other three characters, at least half the game would have to take place in the past. Um, I think if they were going to do something like that, it would be more of a left-behind style in which it would be a DLC, which told like another prequel story. Not to yeah. say that they wouldn't do small flashbacks here and there, but I definitely agree with you. I don't, I don't think it would make sense to do that in the main part of the story. Yeah. Um. Do you personally? I guess we're kind of overlapping PSX and some of the fan theories here, which is not really a big deal. Do you? Do you personally think that the mystery woman is Anna? Uh, you
1: know what? Uh, when I when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Well, okay, it's obviously Anna because she like has uh, her name uh, consists of four letters. Yeah, yeah you, you can see them blacked out, and She seemed somehow to look familiar, to remind me of Vali, I find certain similarities in their facial features, for example, and uh, then I showed uh, the trailer to my mother, and she also admitted they uh, look somewhat alike, but uh, now that I've read uh, different theories and different arguments, I just don't think uh, the Mr. woman is ella's mother uh,
0: uh yeah I, de- I definitely agree i thought at first that she's a mystery woman and i'm not for the mystery woman is anna excuse me and i'm not gonna say that they're not gonna include anna more into this game but i think that naughty dog was more kind of messing with us and they knew if they put her name as four letters that we'd automatically assume that it was anna and get us riled up and which isn't a bad thing because they're kind of getting more people pumped for part two because um, obviously we want to know the answers to this but I definitely agree I don't I really don't think it's going to be her as much as I would love it to be
1: yeah uh, another another thing I find it I find interesting is that uh, most people seem to think that uh, the mystery woman would somehow be on the other side uh, I mean uh, she is either her mother or maybe her love interest, or maybe her ally, or something. And I tend to think that it would be cool to see the mystery woman uh, like one of the main antagonists of the game.
0: Oh, I definitely agree. And especially with the Outbreak Day posters, um, obviously there's the one of Ellie's arm showing her tattoo, holding her mother's knife. Um, It's a lot more light, and obviously we know Ellie's going to be the protagonist of the game. And then we get this year's poster, which... Obviously, they, we can't 100% confirm, but, like, obviously, the arm is most likely the mystery woman's arm. She's holding the hammer. Um, it's a lot more dark. Um, it, it would kind of line up, showing us that she could be the main antagonist of the game, or one of the main antagonists. Um, which would be fantastic, since, obviously, everybody's, most people are kind of jumping to the conclusion that, like you said, that she's going to be an ally to Ellie. Yeah,
1: That's a great point. Uh, and uh, I also think uh, we could encounter uh, different enemy factions that wouldn't be on friendly terms with each other. I mean, uh, it uh, it could be the cultists on the one hand, yeah, it could be this mystery woman on the other hand, and we also have, like, Ellen and Joel, and uh, they don't exactly get on well with each other.
0: Definitely. Um... Do you personally think the Fireflies are pretty much gone at this point? Or do you think that they've kind of recovered and are still a force in the game?
1: Uh, so, yeah. Um, I definitely think uh, we're going to see more of them. Uh, I don't believe uh, they were all wiped out by uh, Joel's actions uh, in the first game. Uh, I believe uh, there were other branches of them and uh, Marlene was just one of the leaders. so Or they could just find another leader to follow. Uh, so
0: I mean, I definitely agree. I, I think that there's most likely at least a few left, and they probably recovered by recruiting more members, um, so on. And that, and that even though um, we obviously know, like Marlene mentions, that their numbers are getting thin early on in the game, um, and then by the end of the game joel has killed quite a bit more chances are there's still probably some and they've either hopefully built their numbers back up because i would like to see them more in the game yeah, maybe use too. somewhat as like an ally or you can kind of pit them against other factions but it would definitely be nice to have more than just like the hunters and the infected and then obviously the fireflies are later on in the game kind of seen more as an enemy and you do fight them but it would be nice to have more than just kind of like three basic enemies in the game.
1: So, and uh, that brings us to a possible plot for part two. Uh, What do you think?
0: I think that one of my personal theories is that maybe, maybe the mystery woman will kind of start out as an antagonist, and then by the later on in the game that... She will kind of come towards Ellie's side. I do not I do like to also think that maybe she will be the main antagonist, but I do like to think that maybe she will kind of come towards Ellie's side and maybe be a playable character at some point. Um, I think that in the first trailer we saw when Ellie said she's going to find and kill all of them, I think she was maybe talking about the cult. Um, a lot of people think that's – and it could be a hunter group as well, but I think that with us getting more information that there's obviously another big force out there people going out and doing whatever they want and trying to take power that maybe the cult somehow wronged Ellie and then now Ellie's going to go in there and try to kill a bunch of them off. Okay. Uh, What's your personal opinion on what you think that the story's going to kind of become?
1: Well, uh, I've read lots of theories and I like uh, some parts of them, but the only problem I see with them is that um, they all somehow don't give us an incentive for for really to start a new journey. That uh, that's the point. Uh, I mean, um, th- there have been speculation uh, about uh, the fireflies attacking Thomas' settlement and uh, killing most of the people, and uh, then. Uh, Ellie trying to take revenge, but when I come to, to think of it, it just seems unlikely, uh, because when I when I saw Ellie and Joel in the original trailer, in the reveal trailer, I mean, uh, Joel looks somewhat hesitant, uh, not confident enough, um, she, as if he asks Ellie whether it's worth it to continue what she has started. And it makes me believe that if uh, Tommy's settlement has been destro- destroyed, if Tommy and uh, uh, Maria uh, have been killed, for example, uh, it, it uh, wouldn't make Joel uh, uh, hesitate whether to to retaliate or not.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I think that he would obviously be just as angered in wanting to fight with her as opposed exactly. to of trying to see if it's something that she really wanted to do. Um
1: so, yeah, it almost looks like Ellie is on a mission of her own. Uh and something that Joel doesn't completely agree with.
0: And then I'm not I'm not gonna completely rule out that maybe she was with a group of maybe Tommy Settlement, they're out doing something and maybe this group like her friends, um people she considers family now, obviously not necessarily including Joel, um that maybe this group that was close to her got killed off but I don't think that they would wipe out the entire settlement or even kill off Tommy because as you said I think that Joel would want to be more involved in the uh, revenge from that
1: yeah uh, so I just I think the only pretext uh, for Ellie leaving the safety of the settlement and uh, going on a journey somewhere uh, would be some personal goal perhaps Something she wants to accomplish, and I also remember Anil's interpretation of the ending of the first game uh I know it's just his own interpretation and interpretations differ, and uh it's been like four years ago, but he said that uh Ellie now realizes that she has to make her own choices independent and that she's now independent of joel so
0: I definitely agree. I think I think that you're right. I think that she will have left the settlement and maybe kind of found her own people. She's trying to figure out what she wants to do in the world. Um, not that she doesn't still care about like people at the other settlement, but she just kind of wants to do her own thing. Uh, like I said, her being so young, I mean, that's what young people do. You know, you kind of leave your family and you figure out what you want to do with your life. And chances yep. are she's maybe found a few other people that wanted to go with her, or she's met people along the way. Like I said, I'm thinking maybe these are the people that she's trying to get revenge against, or revenge for. Excuse me.
1: Yep. Uh, uh she certainly seems stubborn and steadfast enough to to continue something she wants to undertake, something she wants to accomplish. Definitely. Uh, and well, the only question remains: is what could it be? What could it possibly be?
0: Like I said, I like to subscribe to the theory that it's maybe her new friends, something like that. Um, that's not to rule out that she's uh, trying. Like I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like say every, any theory is wrong yet because obviously we really don't know. But I don't personally, like I said, I don't think that it's anybody from Tommy's dam that's been killed but I'm not going to rule that out as well. Uh, I just, like I said, I think that it's most likely a small group that she was close with. Um, Maybe like you said, maybe she had left Tommy's dam and was starting a new settlement. Um, Maybe it's, she has a new lover and that was somehow involved. Um, And that's why she's obviously so set on getting revenge against whoever this people is, whether it's the fireflies, cult members, hunters, whatever it is um what's your personal opinion on it
1: well yeah what you said is quite possible and I was also thinking like uh, could it be the cure thing uh I mean like Alice still wants to find this cure but I know it, it sounds a unlike, unlikely and it's not like she would uh, suddenly want to do it after five years I mean uh, she was 14 when uh, we finished the first game and now she's 19 and why could you have been waiting five years to uh try and find the fireflies and to get that cure but still could it could it be the case
0: and yeah i i do agree that that's a possibility um my only issue like i said is like that you don't know why she would want to wait that long especially since most of us prescribed the theory that she knew that joel was lying at the end of the first game and she yep. knew that
1: definitely knew that they didn't
0: yeah that they didn't have another way to find a cure um so i mean it's very possible maybe she was on a journey to go and figure out like if there's a way that they can still get the cure from her i would think that that would still be an ongoing thing that somebody would want um to find a cure so i don't think that that will be completely removed from this game
1: And there's also one more theory I wanted to mention. Uh, I saw someone post it on Reddit. uh, Unfortunately, I don't remember the name of the person, but still it uh, sounded really interesting to me. Um, That person said that Ellie uh, might have... that at some point Ellie might have to choose between Joel and someone else. And that would definitely be intense.
0: I think that's definitely a pretty good chance of something like that happening. Um, Naughty Dog's been pretty good about having these really difficult situations for their characters, and like kind of putting you through this kind of emotion. And I think that would be a really big stressor for the person. Yeah, I I agree. I th- I think that would be a really nice touch. That is likely something they would include.
1: The only thing. Uh, I know is that the new story it has definitely got to be powerful to engage the player emotionally. Uh, I mean like some people said that Ellie's revenge might have something to do with uh, her mother but I don't think this is the case. It just would seem so odd for Ellie to uh, find out about her mother something that happened 20 years ago and then she suddenly uh decides to put everything on the line and go hunting someone someone
0: agreed And and it's it would be kind of a reckless mission and not to say like ellie doesn't love her mom but obviously like you said she hasn't seen her mom in 20 plus years and she was extremely young and likely doesn't remember anything at all about her mom and probably wouldn't put her into that kind of emotional state um, yeah. That she would be willing to risk like, risk her life or others' lives on going to hunt down revenge so recklessly, at least.
1: So, uh, we need some powerful incentive. And uh, actually, the only one I can think of, uh, I don't like that very much, <laughs> uh, I'm saying, but it could be Joel, really. Uh, someone could harm Joel in some way, for some reason.
0: I definitely agree, and I I would imagine as much as like obviously everybody loves Joel and wants him to be in the game. I would imagine there's probably going to be a large chunk of the game in which you don't have Joel as like a secondary character, or he's not being played as, and it's going to be Ellie maybe on her own or with somebody else. And yeah, maybe there's a chance like that if Joel got hurt, or but it's obviously somebody really close to Ellie that's hurt and. I don't think it would be her mom that would put her into that kind of stage. It would be Joel, or maybe a new lover, or something like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, the only thing I want is for the player to bond emotionally with that person, um, mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, we can we can feel Alice's pain, so Agreed. that we can we can also be furious, uh, so that uh, we can feel the need for revenge.
0: And that's. Yeah, I agree, and that's why like, if that's that's either Joel or that part takes place at least over halfway through the game in which you've had that time to develop that kind of bond with yeah. whoever it is that Ellie lost. So, uh, yeah. so what do you think about um, how Neil came out? I guess it wasn't necessarily Neil that said it, but he was talking about it, and they're talking about that there's a good chance um, that somebody is going to be pregnant in the new game. I know a lot of people are saying that they think it could be Ellie, even though Ellie is gay. Um, I don't think it's going to be Ellie, personally. Me neither.
1: Uh, um, uh, well, actually, it sounds terrible and highly unlikely. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- uh, I, I, I totally respect everyone's opinions, and I really enjoy reading all theories. But Period. when someone says Elle is pregnant, but I just I just don't see Neil going with that.
0: I, I think it would be too, um, not necessarily like cheesy, but I, I think it would be a too easy of a way for them to kind of make the story go like that with to make it head the way that like it obviously is going to head. Um, I think that. I don't think it's necessarily going to be Mystery Woman that's pregnant either, and that, like that's why I don't necessarily anymore prescribe the theory that that's Anna. Now that would have more evidence, um, I think that if it's somebody that's close to LA that is pregnant, maybe she, or maybe her new lover is pregnant or something like that. It's somebody who was, maybe she was raped or is bisexual or something like that. Um, yeah, and I then, agree. Yeah. And it's obviously it's very possible that it's somebody who's not a major story arc to the game, and they're just kind of throwing it out there because they want to like throw us off the trail of like what they're actually doing, which obviously yeah. is like what Naughty Dog likes to do, and which I'm actually really thankful for, is they're kind of trying to keep from spoiling the game while giving us new information. Yeah, which that's they're good pretty one. good at. So
1: yeah, that uh, could could have been a hoax. So it's just. No. Yeah, cause, I mean, no. maybe
0: it's just some character in Bill's town who's pregnant and they want to throw it out there just to kind of throw us off the trail of what they're working towards. Oh,
1: maybe. Uh, or maybe Neil was just talking of uh, some plot twist that was never implemented.
0: Uh, that's, so, yeah, they just... that's, that's very true because they never said that it actually was going to be part of the game. It was just something they had discussed.
1: Yeah, but uh, as, far, as far as I remember, it was something related to Haley uh she was like uh neil talked about her i think that she got someone pregnant in the game
0: you never know right um all right so i guess one last thing too uh we talked about this before recording everything what's your personal opinion on the chances that the game will be done by the end of 2018
1: so you're saying the game will so, be done in by the year. End of next
0: year yeah exactly
1: no way no chance at all I mean uh, if uh, Neil's words are true that uh, the game is like 50 or 60, 60% done uh, then it means they have to do the second half of the game in less than a year and do all the quality assurance work I mean testing yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, that's... we
0: still got to go through testers and everything like that to make sure there's no major yeah. bugs. Yeah. Um,
1: that's that's incredible and uh, unlikely.
0: Now, my only question with that is I don't remember him saying it, but is that percentage based on like actual physical game development or is that like including the writing of the story, uh concept art, everything like that, like everything being laid out? Because, I mean, if it does include that number, that would increase the chances of it coming out. I still don't believe it will be out in 2018, but that would kind of push the game closer. But if they're talking the actual, like, development of the game, the actual, like, programming of it, um, the animation and all of that, then we're definitely likely to see a way further out date.
1: Yeah, well, I, I just think that was an overall estimate, uh, so, like, for the whole game.
0: So, like, with all the concept art, all the actual story being written and everything like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay.
0: And that's kind of what I thought, too, which, like I said, I still don't think it'll be out in 2018, but that kind of plus, like pushed us closer to a uh, release that's a lot sooner, as opposed to, like, if it, if it had been just them actually developing the software and everything for the game.
1: So, but, yeah. With with that said, uh, personally, I don't think the game is gonna be released until uh, August 19th at the earliest.
0: Definitely agree. Um, Maybe we'll get. I honestly wouldn't necessarily be opposed to an outbreak day release, which I think would be kind of a kind of a neat thing that they would do. And maybe they're kind of hinting towards that with like having the release every year for like the posters and stuff like that. Um, which I'm sure they really don't have a specific release date nestling in mind right this second. It's probably more of a time thing, like they're probably shooting, like you said, maybe a month. Um, especially being this far out in development still. So,
1: so uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, we're going to see a chunk of gameplay or maybe a new trailer at uh, the next E3. But, well, th- that will be about it for the next year.
0: Agreed. Um, I I may be the, one of the only ones like really hoping for this. <clears throat> but, um... I honestly hope that it's gameplay and not a trailer at E3. I don't want too much of the story revealed before the game comes out.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. And so, like, I wouldn't be opposed to like just seeing some, like, gameplay of Ellie killing some hunters somewhere, you know? Um or even like maybe just like cult members or something, just something simple, just so we can see like how the physics of the game are working um, and how similar it is or dissimilar to the first game without, like I said, revealing too much of the story and potentially spoiling stuff or even just giving way to new theories that are actually closer to like what the actual game is going to be. Cause I'd like to, while I do love reading the theories, I would like to not actually be too prepared for the game.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I just think I'd like them to stop at this point. Exactly. Just I, I would like to tell them, hey guys, don't reveal anything. Just stop. Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. And that's why like gameplay wouldn't be necessarily bad to see um that or maybe some like even release a little like a little concept art for like Ellie's like new development. Obviously, since they had to re-make her and everything. Since she's five years older, she's taller. Um, everything like that, or release concept art for the mystery woman Yara Lev stuff like that. Just simple stuff that's not going to actually ruin anything.
1: By the way, uh, speaking of Ellie, uh, do you <coughs> think uh, do you think playing as her uh, would result in a different kind of gameplay?
0: Um, I think that it'll be. I think that she'll have different um, skills than Joel. Um, I don't know if maybe she won't have a good listening mode like Joel did in the first game. Obviously, you really don't see that like in Grounded and stuff anyway. Um but I'm thinking like maybe she'll have some different like kind of perks to like playing as her as opposed to Joel. I don't think they'll want to make the characters like play exactly the same. I don't know for sure what they're going to change about her. So obviously there wasn't any huge huge differences between their gameplay in the first game. You only have to play Ellie a little for a little bit anyway. Um but I do expect to see new types of weapons, bombs, that kind of thing. Um, traps, maybe. Um,
1: yeah, that that would be cool. Yeah.
0: Do you personally have any sort of opinion on whether they, they'll change Ellie's gameplay and like make it different from Joel?
1: Well, uh, uh, yeah, uh, she's probably going to be more agile, more stealthy. Uh, so uh, she's just not going to have that amount of Raw strength that Joel had.
0: I definitely agree. Um, do you think they're going to make any sort of limiting factor for her? Um, obviously, she couldn't swim in the first game. Uh, Joel always had to put his gas mask and stuff on, but obviously, we know Ellie can't get affected, so she doesn't need to wear a gas mask like yep. in the sports zones. Do you think there's going to be any sort of thing that they release in the game that's going to slow Ellie down in any way?
1: Oh, that's interesting. Um, don't think I'm ready to answer that right now. Um, that's
0: that's one of the reasons I'm kind of... I would expect that Ellie would have learned to swim since Joel started to play guitar and all this. But that's why I'm kind of hoping that maybe they don't have her swimming so they kind of give you that more of an element to kind of like the puzzle of finding a way through the game.
1: Well, uh, there could also be some enemies Uh, perhaps uh, she wouldn't be able to take on uh, well just something just occurred to me
0: agreed Um, do you think that we will see new types of uh, infected as well
1: (laughs) well uh, I don't know but um, I saw I saw someone mention that there might be infected animals which I think is highly unlikely but still
0: See, I, I'm one of those people that I love the idea of the infected animals. Um, in the last week's art book, there was concept art for them. Um, even in the game, they find, like, you can see newspapers on the ground that talk about infected elephants. And so we know oh, that in the world, there already are infected animals. So whether or not we will actually see them, I wouldn't necessarily rule it out. I Parts no, of me think yeah. that they're not going to do it because it might be a little okay. too difficult, but...
1: Yeah, no. So, so that's what I kind of meant. Ima- imagine fighting an infected elephant. So yeah. you're, i I think an elephant to...
0: might be too far, but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe an infected dog. Uh,
1: that, yeah, uh, that would uh, uh be hard on the player. I, I mean, uh, the pl- we, we had enough trouble aiming at uh, those infected humans. In yeah that's very in true first yeah. game so and uh uh the animals uh would definitely be more agile, more fast and more furious even
0: that that is very true, but maybe that's where Ellie's different gameplay would come in handy, you know um maybe she like you said she'll be more of a stealthy character, maybe you really can't do too much running and gunning as her um maybe like she'll have like the ability to hide in the shadows better um that kind of thing, you know, and then like stuff like when you do come across infected animals. If you're playing on easy, maybe it's fine, like killing them with a bomb or shooting them even. But if you're playing on hard, like you like, just like in the first game, you gotta rely on the stealth and everything like that. Um, like I said, I wouldn't. I don't think that the infected animals, if they do bring them in, I don't think they'll be a major thing. Maybe it'll be kind of like how every once in a while you come across come across a border, that sort of deal, you know. It'll be like a little mini boss or something like that.
1: Yeah, probably. Well, that's a good plan.
0: Um, I would be very disappointed in if you saw an infected giraffe, since we've seen like in the first game that the giraffes are kind of a big symbol of hope. Um,
1: oh yeah, that that was such a moving scene. Uh, definitely one one of my favorite.
0: Agreed. And like I said, I, I think most people would be disappointed if we saw an infected one of those even though Neil and everybody has come out and said that the theme of the next game is going to be hate, as opposed to the first one did seem to be hope, um, with them trying to get Ellie's cure. um, Seeing that the world isn't all bad, um, obviously the mentality of the new game is not going to be quite the same. But,
1: uh, yeah, uh, with all that hate talk, uh, I just sincerely hope uh, we're going to see some light moments in the new game. Oh, I'm sure
0: still. we will still. I, I don't think Naughty Dog would cut that out. You know, because they even in the even in the first game, like there were parts like where there's obviously there was hate, there was darkness, and they seem to love to put you through that like emotional roller coaster. I think it would be different, and um, I think it would be completely not what they would want to do is just kind of keep you on just like the one train of thought and like the one emotion throughout the entire game. Well, it might be the main emotion. I don't think they're gonna solely rely on that. Um, do you think Joel is, obviously, he's not going to be the main character, and we know that Ellie's going to be the primary protagonist. Do you think he's going to be very limited on if you get to play uh, play as him? Do you think it's going to be like just like the one season you play as Ellie and that sort of deal?
1: That's what I'm just kind of act- actually afraid of because I just uh, don't want him to be a side character I just don't want him to like take along and uh act like Ellie and during most of the first game uh, um, that just that would that would just seem weird because uh well when we know Joel is very cap- capable is uh very skillful. Uh, so, it just wouldn't make sense uh, to leave uh, all the work to Ellie. And uh, jo- Joel will be like kind of just helping us a little bit.
0: And would you be opposed to them having their own story arcs in the game? Like, obviously, crossing over, um, they would they would obviously be together um, whether you play as Joel or Ellie, would you be opposed to them going two separate ways, and then you having a major section of the game to play as Joel alone without Ellie, and Ellie without Joel, or do you like to think that they'll stay kind of together throughout the entire game?
1: Well, uh, that would be an amazing turn, uh, actually, if they split ways at some point, and then somehow re- reunited later later in the game.
0: And like um, I, said, I wouldn't I would kind of think that would maybe be something that Naughty would do. Um, I think it would be too simple of a story if they kept them together the entire time, and it would seem very unlikely that they would do that. And so I'm really hoping that, um, as much as sad it would be, that they wouldn't be together. I'm really hoping they do something along those lines.
1: Yeah, well, uh, could it be that El and Joel like, kind of start their journey together, uh, although Joel is reluctant? But uh, uh, she ha- he has to stick, uh, stick with Ellie to keep her safe, to protect her if necessary. And uh, then at some point they're going to have like an argument. I don't know what, what it is going to be. Uh, there may be another person involved. Uh, and uh, they might probably split ways. Uh, then we uh, play as Joel and we play Zele separately and uh, then at some point uh, Joel gets hurt in some way probably even killed although I repeat I don't like that theory very much but and then somehow uh, they get reunited with Ellie at uh, the very last moment and uh, well something like that
0: yeah and I, I definitely agree with that and that's what I'm kind of thinking is maybe like you said that they have a fight and they split up and maybe that's how ellie gets going on her own way and then the first trailer we got where you see joel come back in um and ellie's he's asking her like if she's gonna what she's gonna go do and she says she's gonna go find and kill all of them maybe that's kind of when they come back together is like maybe joel heard about like whatever happened to her um happened to her new group or whatever and now he's come back to help her again
1: yeah that would be cool to see yeah So, uh, for all we know, they might be living separately uh, when we start uh, the second game. And uh, we, like, uh, play Ellie for the main part. And then uh, she decides to do something. We don't really know what it is, but she decides to accomplish something. And uh, that's when uh, Joel decides to help her, however reluctant he is.
0: So, I know that, like, they had said at PSX that some big fans of the original game may not like the new game just because it's going to be such a different style. Are you personally worried about that?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried about it a lot. I, really
0: I'm, I, I am worried, but I'm not, like, super worried um, because, and, I mean, they obviously didn't make huge changes in the Uncharted series, but, like, obviously with um, Lost Legacy, Nathan Drake not even being in it, I mean, it's... Uh, you said you played it, correct? Yep. Okay. And did you enjoy it?
1: Yep, very much.
0: See, and like, I, that's what I'm hoping is that, like, even though it is a different game, it's still going to kind of feel overall like it belongs. And even if like it's got a completely different emotion and everything like that, that it's still going to really fit and resonate with the big fans. Maybe not the people who played the game once and enjoyed it, but like weren't like majorly into it, uh like most of the people over on the subreddit for The Last of Us. <laughs> so, so yeah,
1: that's that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping to really.
0: I would like to thank Horace for co hosting this. Um, if anybody else is interested in co hosting, we have a couple other people lined up. Um, just go ahead and shoot me a message on either Instagram at the podcast of us, or you can shoot me a message on Reddit, uh, username the underscore salute. That's T H E underscore S L O O T. Or you can go to the podcast of us, the subreddit as well. Um, Thank you again for listening and I hope you have a nice day.